Welcome to High School Backups Podcast. This is episode eight or nine. I can't freaking remember anymore. And here we are. We are going to be having our draft, uh, re or I guess our draft uh, picks, draft special, if you will, today. Uh, there is a plan for a live stream during the draft, but this is going to be our expectations for what every team will do. So that's going to be our vibe this week. Uh, what we're going with, Austin Jick will be taking the reins, and we're going to be commencing. It's going to be a fun time. Uh, we are going to start off today with the New England news. So, not much going on in the New England front. I did want to mention Boston Marathon happened the other day. Um, really, it, it was, it's always a good thing to happen. Everyone always loves it. Everyone uh, really just enjoys it. It brings everyone in Boston together since everything happened a few years ago. Um, big important story. Uh, the brother of one of those who passed during the Boston bombing uh, finished the marathon for the first time. So, that was a really emotional time. The pictures from that were crazy. And uh, yeah, it's um, it's an emotional thing. You know and, what's uh, also crazy? That the Boston hmm. Marathon bombing happened almost 10 years ago? Yeah, wow. that's, yeah. that's wow. good. That it doesn't feel that long. It feels a that's couple like years ago. That's like one of those ago. moments that you know where you were when you found out about it. Like, that was crazy. Yeah, I was in San Francisco and, when that thing happened. Oh, it's crazy. I was I was in New Jersey and uh, it was I was crazy in Boston time. when it happened. <laughs> terrifying so um really on the other fronts uh red sox are five and five at this exact moment losing one to zero to the blue jays um they're looking okay not great not bad trevor story started awfully so smile um in other news uh the bruins haven't done much they were on a skid of a three-game losing streak and then were able to win their last game so take that for what you will not great they clinched but, the playoffs too. yeah they did clinch the playoffs but you know if you're losing going into the playoffs you're probably gonna lose when you get there so uh, Patriots haven't done diddly squats just as pretty much everyone else. So, um, most importantly, though, with what our focus is now, and then I'm sure it'll move more into the Bruins soon, Celtics uh, yeah. up 1-0 over the net. So, a uh, big story coming out of there. Kyrie Irving, someone who people want to talk about a little bit. Uh, but Celtics up 1-0 in their last game, game winner. So, huge hey, game. Hey, Kyrie. Hey, Kyrie. Guess what? Sorry, Justin. I'm very sorry, Justin. Uh, f*** you, Kyrie. You deserve to lose that game. You deserve to lose every Wait. other game, and we're in your head. Thank you. He, well, he got fined for that. Finger to the he crowd, got fined or... for all the gestures he made. Fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. Not, chump changed that's nothing to him. To him. That's nothing to him. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's nothing to him. But I mean, like, at that's least a lot for us. <laughs> we sure even believe the money in his head. Him. Does he even believe in money? Like, does he like he doesn't believe <laughs> the earth is? Holes, I don't know. Clearly doesn't but believe anyways, in karma because I just slapped him um, in the face. Not gonna lie. Hey, Katie went two for ten in the first half or yeah. second half, and the Celtics have them all. So that's a huge win for them. Big other important news: Marcus Smart, Defensive Player of the Year, been calling for months. Everyone knows it, been saying it in the chats. Uh, I'm 100 percent confirmed, and I am happy I was right. So, uh, yeah, we're gonna get into the main topic today. We'll end it with podcast polls at the end. So I guess uh, Jake Austin, take it away. Awesome. Let me know if you guys can see this. Yeah. I see everything. Right. You got the Jags first on the board. Again, this year's kind of weird. There's no number one consensus pick. I'm just going to give him the best player available, Aiden Hutchinson. Best edge rusher in the draft. Uh, one of the better, pl the best player in the draft, probably. Again, no consensus number one. If you're looking at the Lions at number two, it says their biggest need down here is quarterback. That's not true. They still have Jared Goff locked up. I'm going to go with the sporadic, incredible riser of Trayvon Walker. Was barely mentioned as a first-round pick. 
all of a sudden now number two. Tavon, uh, the Texans, uh, this one can be kind of weird. Again, one of those places where they're in a weird spot, need an edge, but Kayvon Thibodeau is rumored to drop. I'm going to give him an offensive tackle, continue to bolster that offensive line, but we're going to go Ekem Aquanu over Evan Neal here. The Jets are happy because they can take this uh, freak athlete to go right over on the right side of the uh, line with the guy that they took last year. What's his name? Why am I blanking? Either way, they're going to have two freaks on the offensive line at both tackle spots. Six, seven, 380-pound beasts. Mekhi Becton, that's his name. Mm-hmm. The Giants, they need offensive line help. Again, you're going to see a man by the name of Charles Crosco here automatically slide him in at left tackle, and all of a sudden your offensive line is bolstered. All right. Then if you guys be over here, we're first on the – clock again the Jags here as uh, Jake said this year there is no just consensus number one pick and while a lot of people have Aiden Hutchinson going there you have one of the most touted QB prospects in forever in uh, Trevor Lawrence so you have to get him some help on the offensive line Evan Neal is the one I'm saying they should take first he is an absolute beast this dude is just huge he's a walking monster at 6'8 337 so or, or, well, even up to 350 at one point. So you got to take him. Um, while he's not as polished as some of the other guys in here, he's going to move people down the field, and he would just instantly make that offensive line better. So I think they got to take him. Then, obviously, since they still have Goff, they don't need a quarterback at number two, and there isn't anybody screaming, take me at number two. So they've got to take the best available, which is Aiden Hutchinson, and they do need an edge rusher. So that automatically helps that defense. All right. Then here, I had actually a surprising pick, and I took uh, Trayvon Walker here for them. I think, you know, they're fine at quarterback, and I think they just needed to, to go there with him. I think he's going to be a great pick for Texans, and they're bringing over a guy from Georgia who has uh, was on that insane defense for them and the cha- national champions, so uh, he'll fit in nicely for them. And then um, we have Ikem Ekwanu. If I said that wrong, I am sorry to him. To the Jets, they need OT help, uh, and him and Mechton will be a great pair to protect Zach Wilson. Uh, Zach Wilson. Thank you. Yep. So that'll instantly make them better. And what they have coming later on in this draft from me uh, is going to make them have a lot of potential and hope for the Jets fans. All right. And then number five, this is going to make Kyle happy, I believe. Uh, and they take, no, they don't actually take Malik Willis. They take Kayvon Thibodeau as much <laughs> as Kyle wants uh, Malik Willis to go there. They need some help on that defensive side. Um, and with him, with Kayvon Thibodeau sitting there, they've got to take that. Uh, but I will make Kyle happy later on. All right, we're on the Panthers now. And the reason I'm going this route, the Panthers need a quarterback and they need somebody who can start right away at day one. They had a visit with Kenny Pickett a couple days ago, apparently went really well. And since he's been mocked here at six, and that's the way I'm going to go. My QB2 goes off the board at six to the Carolina Panthers. The Giants, you need edge help. You need safety help. You need a lot of help. But the edge won't be Kayvon Thibodeau. It's going to be Jermaine Johnson out of Florida State. Kayvon Thibodeau is going to continue this fall. What do the Atlanta Falcons do here? This is the worst roster in the NFL. (laughs) Uh, Absolutely the worst, but by far the worst position on their team is wide receiver. I have them picking Drake London, an athletic freak. He's 6'5", 200-some-odd pounds, runs a 4-3-40. Jump ball guy, let Mariota Mariota throw the ball up to him and just let him go get it. You can get your quarterback next year when you're picking at number one. Hmm. Again, the Seahawks, another really bad roster. (laughs) 
Uh, picking at number nine, I actually think they try to re- uh, make the Legion of Boom happen again. We're going to go Sauce Gardner here at nine, probably the best corner in the draft, and somebody who's never allowed a touchdown in his college career. Hopefully that continues in the NFL. Number 10, the Jets. This could be a number of positions. I think they could take edge, they could take safety, they could take corner, they could take wide receiver here. They could go a number of different routes. But this is where Kayvon Thibodeau's slide ends, and he goes to the Jets at number 10. All right. So, and as you see, for uh, the Jaguars, I mean, not Jaguars, the uh, Panthers, I'm actually going to take a surprise pick, and they're going to take Charles Cross. All right. He is a fairly polished um OT from Mississippi State, and I think before they go to get their uh, quarterback later on, um, they're going to take an OT to make sure they solidify that line for him, uh, make sure they're getting the best out of it. But as was actually stated just a couple hours ago by their offensive coordinator, they are thinking as of now they will keep putting some faith into Sam Darnold. Thank you, Sam Darnold. I don't know why I keep spacing on these quarterback names Um, on Sam Darnold. Uh, So we'll see how they do or not he can actually turn it around um they did acknowledge that his throwing mechanics are atrocious and he has the ten- tendency to turn over the ball but um maybe if they can protect him and fix that then they'll be all right okay so to make uh kyle happy they get uh the best safety in this draft that is kyle hamilton yeah um and so they are quickly fixing their defense side of the ball and becoming a force to be reckoned with. Um, and then here at uh, number eight, we've got, as Jake said, the terrible, terrible Atlanta Falcons roster. Uh, every, any pick you picked here, would not, nobody would be upset about it. So um, I actually decided to go with Malik Willis for them. Uh, I think they let him sit um, or, or, well, he'll compete against my, I don't think he'll actually start right away, but they gave him a chance to sit behind him, learn, and then, uh, take over the next year. Um, poor kid. So, <laughs> all right. But I did agree with him that the Seahawks then take Ahmad Gardner with, or sauce Gardner, um, without Malik Willis being on the board, uh, they take him to restart that Legion of boom. And, uh, I mean, Honestly, I think he's the best cornerback, um, even though there is Derek Stingley Jr. There um, is some other guys, but um, I mean, you can't argue with not allowing a, a touchdown. I don't care that he wasn't in the best division um, or conference. He still only allowed that. And last year, he only allowed 130 yards. I mean, come on. That's still D1 playing against some of the best. Uh, so, all right. And then we have uh, at number uh, 10, we have Jermaine Johnson going to. Uh, the Jets. So they went offensive tackle in the first pick, and now they're helping that uh, edge. So at number 11, I think the Washington Commanders have a lot of moves they could make. They could obviously go with a wide receiver here and bolster their receiving core, continue with the All Ohio State board. They could go Derek Stingley and bolster their secondary, or even Kyle Hamilton on my board. I'm going to go with Garrett Wilson. I think he's a really good complement to Terry McLaurin and Curtis Samuel and just gives them more weapons. I also think they could go quarterback here as a surprise pick, but for me, it's going to be Garrett Wilson. The Vikings are going to be happy, sitting real pretty at number 12 as Kyle Hamilton has fell right into their lap. At one point, a consensus top three pick falls to them at 12. And the Texans here, again, they could make a number of moves. There's some guys on the defensive line that can play edge and interior. Um, 
they could go a number of corners, but I think it's going to be Derek Stingley. Consensus number two, some people have him up number one based on his freshman tape from uh, the Joe Burrow National Championship season. And what do the Ravens do? I think it has to be interior defensive line. A lot of people yeah. really like Jordan Davis. I'm going to go Devontae Wyatt. I think he's a more plug-and-play guy day one. Jordan Davis didn't really play every down, and there's some effort questions. Whereas Devontae Wyatt is enough. Like, this Georgia defense is just full of athletic monsters. They're fast. They play well. They play hard. They t- hit hard. And they're oh, technically nice. sound. So we're going to go Devontae Wyatt. And then for the Eagles' first pick, again, a number of moves can be made here. They could go wide receiver, bolster their receiving core. Could be Jamison Williams, Chris Olave, Jahan Dotson. I could even see them picking Traylon Burks as a really good compliment. What do we have left at edge on the board? George called, nope, that's not going to work. We're going to go wide receiver for them here. Um, and I think it's going to be Jamison Williams add some speed to that offense. Well, I'm going to start with the uh, Washington uh, team taking Garrett Wilson. All right, they have him to go alongside. God, I keep spacing out on all the names. Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin. Excuse scary me. Terry Terry. Scary. Well, okay, that's reserved for a different scary Terry. Let's be honest here. But anyways, um, <laughs> so they take Garrett Wilson and uh, solidify that receiving core, and that would make that a scary one-two punch there. Um, and then uh, at number 12, um, with Kyle Hamilton off the board and uh, safety being a concern for the um, Vikings, I ended up actually having them take their next um, their uh, inside defensive lineman with, um, if I can find him. There he is. Devin, Devontae Wyatt. Um, I think, I mean, this guy is an explosive monster. He is 6'3 and uh, 304 pounds. Uh, dude's, a, dude's an animal. So uh, that would just instantly help them on the interior um, and make them so much better. So now with the Texans having taken an edge rusher to start, I have them uh, taking a Derek Stingley Jr. to help the uh, cornerback position. Oh, yeah, I was down for that. Okay, there he is. Um, so I have th- them taking him, and uh, that'll instantly make their uh, defensive side of the ball a lot better. And then at 14, you know, it was hard to decide on what the uh, Ravens were going to do. I ended up not taking an edge rusher um, and taking the next available um, cornerback at Andrew Booth Jr., um, helping them fill some, some voids there. At 15, I ended up having Eagles take um, Jamison uh, Williams from Alabama. Uh, he's going to be a stud, I believe, in this league, and they definitely need somebody better than uh, what they've got already. So so the Saints at 16 have a lot of needs. They could go wide receiver, offensive tackle, quarterback. You see that Malik Willis is still on the board here, but I'm actually going to give them Trevor Penning, the offensive tackle out of Northern Iowa. They have two picks in the first round, but they won't be able to get the same offensive tackle because the Chargers would snag him if they don't take him here. Because of that offensive tackle play, you have Jordan Davis going to the Chargers. They did sure up their defensive line in free agency, but adding more depth and just another dude who can get after the quarterback and stop the run will be beneficial to their already stacked defense. At 18, the Eagles, they need secondary help, and it comes down to Andrew Booth or Trent McDuffie. And... I'm going to go Trent McDuffie here. I actually think he's the better cover corner. Andrew Booth Jr. can really make some plays on the football, but Trent McDuffie is the pure cover guy that they need. With Jamie Winston 
Jameis Winston's still in New Orleans for at least the next couple of years, they have the luxury of waiting to draft a quarterback or just continuing to see if Jameis works out. And so they're going to take Chris Olave, another Ohio State wide receiver in New Orleans. Pittsburgh is where Malik Willis's slide will end. He'll end up playing quarterback for the Steelers in a couple of years. Maybe Mitch Trubisky starts this year, but they need to look towards the future. All right, so I actually agreed with um, a couple picks that uh, Jake made. And so we're going to also Trevor Penning uh, to New Orleans. Um, as he said, they've got Jameis Winston. And honestly, with the way he was playing before he got injured, I think he can really be uh, their next uh, franchise QB if he can keep that going. He had like 18 touchdowns to like three picks or something like that, if I remember correctly, and over 1,000 yards already through the first couple of games. So uh, I think he's going to be good. So then we've got the Chargers, and they're looking for a um, – Offensive lineman as well. Um, so I actually have them taking from the Aggies, Kenyon Green. He's in the IOL category. Oh, that's right. All right, there we go. So we got him going, and then uh, the Eagles then select um, Trent McDuffie, or Duffy, however you say his name. Uh, goes to help them. Uh, they need a lot of help over on that team as well, but uh, no. I think that would be a great pick for them. And Oh, God, here comes the dog. Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> All right. And then at 19, I actually agreed with uh, Jake again and thought Chris Olave would be their best decision to take there. Uh, Getting Trevor Penning and Chris Olave there, you have to be excited if you're a Saints fan. I mean, that would just instantly make you feel good about losing all the things they have lost over the last couple of years. So, um, all right. And then at 20 uh, for the Steelers, um, since I don't have – Malik Willis on my board anymore. I go back to the uh, interior for alignment, and actually I let them take Tyler Linderbaum. Um, I think he's a, a good interior lineman um, and could easily help them keep uh, Najee Harris on his feet and the amazing things that he did last year. And we all understand that this is my favorite team, so my favorite selection <laughs> right now. Again, the yeah. Patriots could go any number of players. Uh, they could take a linebacker. They could take an interior offensive lineman or a corner. I don't think wide receivers is pressing a need now with Devontae Parker, Kendrick Bourne, and Jacoby Myers all in the receiver room. You can wait to take one if you want to. I think getting Shaq Mason's replacement is more important than anything else at this point. I'm t- having them take Zion Johnson out of Boston College. Not a sexy pick, but a good one. And this is where things get a little interesting. You see the names on the board. I actually think that the Green Bay Packers are going to bet on upside and height, weight, and speed with Christian Watson. Take the six foot five athlete that runs a sub four four forty right here at twenty two. It's a reach but I think they could absolutely make that pick. The Cardinals will be elated to see Andrew Booth Jr. still on the board. Their biggest need is corner, and they will absolutely take a ball-hawking corner out of Clemson. Makes a lot of plays in the ball, can make a lot of interceptions. The Cowboys, again, could go any number of directions, but I think safety ends up being their biggest need with Daxton Hill and Lewis Seen on the board. A lot of people are projecting Daxton Hill here. I prefer Lewis Seen over Daxton Hill. I think he's more athletic and a better playmaker on the football. Buffalo, right. again, one of those teams. Oh. Nope, no, sorry. Uh, I thought you had finished. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, Buffalo, this is another outside-of-the-box pick. Buffalo, their biggest need is running back. Don't let anybody fool you. Their defense is ridiculous, and their wide receiving core is fine. I have them taking Brees Hall out of Iowa State. Pass catcher, can run block, uh, ran a sub-4, 440 at the combine. They need running back help. All right, so then this is also my favorite team, uh, and the Pats are 
The pants? The pants. pants. The pants. Ah, pants. Oh, pants. They are picking at number 21. And if this is what happens, I am going so ecstatic. I mean, either way, uh, having Devin Lloyd or a Kobe Dean sitting there, um, Devin Lloyd is the more polished and uh, just the dude sees what's happening. All right. He's kind of like a, a Mac Jones or um, he just sees what's happening on the defensive side and has really good instincts as well as knowledge about how the defensive side of the ball works, which is why I think this is the one that uh, Bill Belichick would take. So I am taking him as well. Uh, we know Belichick loves taking his defensive picks. And if Devin Lloyd is sitting there, I, I just don't see him passing that up. Um, so I would, you know, that's a sexy pick and I really hope we get him. Green Bay really needs a wide receiver now that uh, Devontae Adams is gone. Most people here having Drake London sitting there would take him. I actually have them taking uh, Traylon Burks. Uh, I think while he's not as explosive or just a freak athlete as Drake London is, he is still really good and deceptively athletic, and he has enormous hands. So I think that's not only going to help him catch the ball, but he's also a very good run blocker, which is just going to help Aaron Jones uh, continue to dominate. So... Uh, they take Traylon Burks there. Then at 23, I have the Cardinals taking an edge rusher in uh, David Ojabo. Um, and then I have Dallas taking um, a safety here in uh, Daxton Hill. Um, Michigan had a great team last year. Um, and I think uh, with a lot of the good edge rushers at this point being taken, um, Dallas goes safety. Um, or maybe they'll go wide receiver. It wouldn't surprise me that they don't really make sense when they pick. Um, <laughs> and then as much as I liked the pick that uh, Jake had for Bills here, with Drake London sitting there, there's no way they pass up. And him next to Stefan Diggs and, uh, you know, everybody else they have there already with Davis and um, their tight end. I mean, it's just if – I, if they get him, I would just die as a Pats fan because <laughs> – that would suck, but um, they while they could use an upgrade at running back, I mean, Devin Singletary did well rushing last year when he got the opportunity, so I think they stick with him. And we're going next seven picks into the first round, correct? Yep. Yep. Okay. So the Tennessee Titans picking, there are a plethora of receivers on the board that they could probably in, like, at, uh, like to take here. Jahan Dotson and Traylon Burks are the top two. I think Jahan Dotson actually complements A.J. Brown's skill set more. Jahan Dotson's a slot guy who can run around. He's incredibly athletic, can play the X, too. He's about 5'11", so he's a little short to play the outside, but can still do it. I like Jahan Dotson here. This interior offensive line for the Bucks doesn't necessarily make sense to me. They got Alex Kappa. They brought in Shaq Mason. They may have lost a guy who went to the Bengals. I forget his name. And then Ali Marpet retired. But I don't think they necessarily need an interior offensive lineman. I actually think they need a receiver more. And Tom Brady's going to love what? to work with Traylon Burks. Whoa. Tom Brady is going to enjoy working with Traylon Burks. He you would. heard it here first. He very would. The Packers at this he point, they've taken their wide receiver. Field. They're going to take an edge rusher, but it won't be George Karloftis. They're going to bet on the upside of Boye Mafe. Very athletic, raw pass rusher, but also incredible out of the University of Minnesota. The Chiefs are between a rock and a hard place because the best wide receivers on the board are George Pickens and Sky Moore. But a lot of people sleep on George Pickens. Uh, Before the year, before he got hurt, he was regarded as the wide receiver one or two in this class and can still have that upside. I have them taking George Pickens at 29. With that out of the way, they need an edge rusher and corner. As a matter of fact, they need everything. (laughs) 
on the <laughs> defensive end. So the question really becomes whether George Karloftis, Jackson Hill, or Kyer Elam is the pick. I'm going to have them going with Kyer Elam. They really need corner help. That's really the second biggest need on the team now that they have uh, behind wide receiver now that they don't have Tyree Kill. The Bengals, they've been shoring up their offensive line all offseason, and I think Protector O'Burrow at all costs continues. They're going to take Tyler Linderbaum. And I know what I said about Detroit at two. They have Jared Goff. They don't necessarily need a quarterback. But this is where my QB3 comes off the board. Matt Corral to the Lions at 32. All right, so... Here we have the Titans. I think they actually go linebacker with Kobe Dean sitting there. Dude's a, a freak. George defense was insane, and this guy is an explosive athlete uh, with great potential, um, and he can go in as a day one starter. So uh, they are ecstatic to see him fall to them. I actually have Bucks taking another offensive lineman um, interior because, well, we all know the best way to have Tom Brady win you games is to have him on his feet. So they take Zion Johnson with, since he is still on the board for me. Um, and you couldn't, you can't pass that up with him sitting there, even though a wide receiver, I do agree with Jake would help them out a ton. Um, don't it, need it, as long as Brady is standing, any receiver that they get, even if he's a Walmart cashier will be enough for you. So um, they take Zion Johnson there. And then we go back to the wide receivers for, or actually, sorry, I, I actually had um, an edge here for the Green Bay Packers they already took there. Um, and they take George Karlaftis uh, from Purdue to go with him instead of taking the upside of Boy Gamafe. So, um, and then with um, the Chiefs having back-to-back picks, they could have taken an edge here, but instead I think they go for Johan or Jahan Dotson um, here and uh, fill the need or the void created by trading away um, Tyree Kill. And then since they do need a lot of help on the defense, side i could have gone back to uh mafe but instead they actually go cornerback here and take kair alam um to help sure up the passing protection um and then here we go with the Bengals. a while i think they need the ot help for sure they they showed promise there last year and be able to coach some of the guys they brought in a little better uh not a ton but a little but i just i can't forgive my man Eli Apple for what he did to lose them that game. So um, <laughs> they end up um, taking Rod, uh, Roger McCreary here from Auburn. All right. And then uh, with the last pick in the first round, um, after taking edge early on, um, they finally get their QB. And with Kenny Pickett um, still on the board, they take him. Uh, I think he's going to be a solid uh, quarterback in this league. I don't know if he'll be the long, long term there, but we'll have to see what he does. Okay, I have one thing to say first. The only reason that the Bucks didn't take a lineman is because Tyler Linderbaum is pretty much strictly a center, and Alex Kappa is their center for now and the yeah. future, so I couldn't justify giving them Tyler Linderbaum. So they went BPA with Trey Lumberks. Yep. I, I, uh, I got a few slides. I got three, actually. Um, uh, I'm not sure which one it was. Uh, Dallas not taking a wide receiver when Drake London's <laughs> available is a joke because they need a wide receiver. They need so a wide receiver. Because C.D. Lamb is the number one guy, but Michael Gallup is barely a number three. So they need a wide receiver. Um, Michael Gallup is, is a number three because he's so injured. That's why. But Cheeks Michael and Gallup. Hurt. But Cheeks and Hurt. Simple as that. Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, but, I uh, think you're right. I think they take him. I just was trying to do what I think would actually be best for them. And since I oh yeah, them, but yeah, they don't yeah. do what's best for them. That's right. The I, I'm yeah, going yeah. for what I think they should pick to be the better team, yeah. and that was the uh, safety. Yeah. But why know. does their anyone best... want the Cowboys to be the better team? No one should ever choose the Cowboys. <laughs> the Cowboys don't even want to be a better team. That's the yeah. issue. So even the Cowboys' best bet is just continuing to get more athletic on defense. If they add more athletes along with Micah Parsons, they had a guy like Lewis Seen. They're going to be flying all over the field all day. That's what I, I'm saying. I agree. That's why they should take that safety there. Um, I also want to point out Atlanta picking Malik Willis. That actually sounds like a dope pick, mostly <laughs> yeah. because I know I'm dead serious. I think that Atlanta would totally do that because they could put him behind Marcus Mariota, who's a fantastic, fantastic guy to learn under and oh, honestly yeah. could be a very good number two behind him in a couple of the years. So honestly, love that pick. Wouldn't have thought of it myself. So definitely think that was a good pick. Um, lastly, oh yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, Nick, I'll let you continue your thought because mine is totally something. I also had to okay. do that because I didn't want Kyle to have him. So. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, that's fair. I don't think any of us want him to. Um, I also think, I don't think Tampa needs a wide receiver. I think that's pretty no. straightforward. Because their third guy is Russell Gage, who could easily be a number two on most teams. I yeah. don't really well, don't know about that. Don't waste so, your pick on a receiver. You can use it to either strengthen your secondary, which is injured all the time, or even, yeah, build your offensive line, which I like. That but secondary was an issue That's last what year. I had to say, is that you just they just lost Antoine Winfield to free agency to the Jets. and they're No, the Antoine is back. Team. It's Whitehead. It's Jordan Whitehead. Oh, Whitehead. Jordan Whitehead is out. Yeah, Jordan Whitehead left to go to the to the Jets, but like that's a safety hole that they needed to fill right there. What about okay, the but you're so talking. Who's their, who's their backup? Who's their? Who's, you guys are talking about gonna take a secondary that had three injuries yeah. last year. If that happens again, it's a million to one odds. Would, yeah, that's and wh- if you're as good as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers roster is, why wouldn't you go BPA? Traylon Burks is the best player available. He adds another weapon to an already incredible offense. Plus, he's been compared to Debo Samuel. If I have the chance to get yep. Debo Samuel at yeah. 27, I'm taking it. I bet yeah. Jake still did a good one, but what about like another tight end, speaking of injuries? Yeah, I was about to say, Justin, uh, that's a good <laughs> idea. Who's the best tight end in this draft? Because there aren't many. I don't think there's any first round tight ends. good tight ends available in round two, and yeah. I'm not going to say that they won't pick one up. Okay, that's fair because they need to see what we finish out. We got to see how. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, Okay. Um, Any more comments? um, Austin not having the Giants select an offensive (laughs) lineman. Um, (laughs) Okay, you need defense. No. Okay. Giants need everything. Giants need to change their entire roster. Let me defend it, Kyle. Here, let me defend it. Yes, go for it. Okay. So, when you have obviously they would want Aiden Hutchinson or Trayvon Walker or Ikeme Ikwanu, or some of the, well, even Charles Cross. Now, Charles Cross was sitting there for me, but you, it was between Charles Cross and Kayvon Thibodeau. If they're not sure that they want a DJ to be there long-term and they don't trust him as much as they used to, like, if this is last year, I'm picking OT because they're still trying to put all their faith into him. Right now, um, I'm thinking with the, if Evan Neal was sitting there and if he's sitting there, they're definitely, if Ikeme Ikwanu is sitting there and none of the other first four picks take it they're doing it but i'm thinking they take Kayvon Thibodeau to get you a good edge rusher a solid good edge rusher uh with upside and then kyle hamilton is sitting there at number seven i think i'm take if they're not taking malik willis which i don't think they do because i think they're going to give they're going to ride out with with dj and just see what happens this year so you get defensive help to um 
keep the games low and hopefully you get a healthy Saquon and you can run the game, um, which obviously you're going to need OT help. I, I, but you get two stalwarts on uh, high in the draft with a, with a safety and, a, and an edge rusher. I think that just helps you out a little more than what was at that moment. So, so I also here's think the there thing. are good offensive tackles later in the draft. They decide to go in round two. So, yeah. The problem, the, the yes, there are some decent offensive tackles that are available later in the later in the draft, but they need someone who can be that star, either right tackle or left tackle. And right now, they don't have anyone. They don't have any guards. They don't have a center. They don't have any tackles. They have no one on that offensive line. Or quarterback, they, or wide receivers, they, or a tight listen, end. No one anywhere. Uh, hold on. That's the I, issue. I'm, I'm yeah, getting yeah, there, Steve. Yeah, no, yeah. But. Yeah. The you can't this team no matter how can get better in any they need to start at that offensive line so like I'm not upset with your picks I think they were both good options for e- e- either pick I just they need to at least take one tackle there I think so, the only like, reason I don't is because I I don't to to be fair I don't really think they care if DJ gets killed this year like that's my thinking <laughs> no, I don't think like, they care so it's not just is, him though it's for the future they got to well, think about what what's I'm saying best is for like, the if future. you like you, so they're they're gonna suck again this year so you get a high draft pick yes, in the top no. ten next year and you take an OT there or your QB, depending on how what shakes out for next year. We'll see how the board shakes out. But I think they're thinking these are, you know, Kyle Hamilton is going to be a great safety, I think, for a long time. So since I think that, and he's bet, in my opinion, at that moment, at number uh, seven, he's best available because Charles Cross went, because they didn't pick him first, Charles Cross goes to the uh, Panthers. Like if Charles Cross is sitting there at seven, I think they take him. But because he was off my board and they didn't take him originally, I think they're not taking, like they're not going to take, what did I have going way down? My next OT is Trevor Penning at 16. So I don't think they take him with Kyle. Um, no, they probably Hamilton don't. But there. I do think at five, they would take Charles Cross. You if, could be right. You could be right. He can't, Here's something. Kino or Evan Neal aren't available, which I do think at least one of them will be available at five. There's, but there's if definitely they're a good not, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised. If either one of those OTs is not available at that five spot, I wouldn't be surprised if they trade that fifth round, that fifth overall pick. They could. Um, I, I don't I think they're going be just because they traded to get it. But I no. think I agree with you. I don't think Kyle Hamilton's sliding to seven. I think he's going high. Probably. I actually, th- as I've shown, I think Kyle Hamilton's sliding uh, probably outside of the top ten. If the Giants don't take a tackle, I'll be surprised. Let me just put it that way. Yep. Here's something I want to add. Uh, thinking about the Lions right now. All right. Let's say the Lions early on use their pick to get themselves a very good defensive end. And then they have the 32nd and 34th pick, and they pick themselves up either an extra pass rusher or two really good offensive linemen. In the Lions, if you have a defense that can rush to the quarterback and you give Goff time to throw in the NFC, depending on who they play, the Lions were a scrappy team last year at times. So if they draft, you know, if they get a good defensive line, especially one that if they if you can sack Aaron Rodgers or create pressure, he doesn't have the receiving core that can really bail him out in that situation. Then you give Jared Goff time to throw to St. Brown and uh, DJ Chark and Hawkinson and Swift. So I think depending how the draft goes, the Lions, I, I'm going to say this here, depending how the draft goes, the Lions could be a dark horse playoff team after this draft. I say a late, late, um, uh, probably 
they need to make some late round. Um, I have one opinion before we move on to the second round because we do have a whole other round to do. So uh, yeah. I think it's important to note that the Giants never do what's good with them. So they'll probably get a tackle. And also the Patriots got the Giants' best player last year, Jabil Pepper. That's the so, same with the Eagles. Uh, let's go ahead and move on. It's uh, 100% true good, with the Eagles. Good point, Andrew. No, dude, Daniel Jones is the best player on the Giants. Come on. Okay, let's you know go. What's sad? No, no, no. You know what's sad is that that's actually kind of true. That's how bad this team is. Yep. <laughs> Kyle is trying to give it up on them, and I love it. All right, let's go to the next one. All right. Uh, starting at pick 33, such a weird... I've got to look at the safeties left on the board. If Daxton Hill is available at 33, which he is here, the Jaguars add more to the defense, get a really good safety in Daxton Hill. The Lions may follow up with that by doing the same, but I need to look at the wide receivers available on the board. Sky Moore, I mean, you could take him here, but I think they already have a five foot nine wide receiver. His name is Amon Ross St. Brown, and I don't think they want another. But there is also a guy by the name of Devin Lloyd available, and this is a Dan Campbell type of football player. Cerebral, scrappy, likes to hit people all day long. So they're going to bolster their defense by going linebacker. If he goes that low, man, geez. There are a lot of mocks that don't have any linebackers going in the first round, I'm telling you. We'll see. Like, N'Kobe Dean is still on the board, and I'm going to take Jaquan Brisker out of Penn State for the Jets here. Uh, they need secondary help, whether it's corner or safety. I'm actually going to just look at the corner boards. I don't think any of these guys are better than Brisker, so they're going to go BPA in the secondary and grab Jaquan Brisker. The Giants here, uh, the name of the game is line help. Here is Kenyon Green sitting here at 36 for them, so they're going to take Kenyon Green at 36. Another guy who's been sliding down draft boards for some reason, very talented player. Texans again get another guy who's been sliding down draft boards recently. I've had him mocked as early as 15 or 18 to the Eagles, and now he slides all the way to 37 to the Texans with George Karloftis. The Jets are on the board again. I forget how many picks they have. But they'll go Kyler Gordon here. This is a guy who the NFL, like NFL scouts and um, management GMs are higher on than most of the media and fans. So if they get this guy at 38, they're gonna be very pleased. And then the Bears start. Nope, we are done at 38 because it started at 33. Right. Okay, so to start off 33 with the Jags. Austin, um, you're not screen sharing. I'm not screen sharing? What the heck? <laughs> okay, uh, give me a second. Let me see why I'm not. I didn't even stop it. Weird. Can you see it well? Is it good? It is good. All right. So starting with the Jags here, we... um. <clears throat> Uh, how I have him taking an edge rusher because on my mock draft, uh, Mafe is still sitting there and they can't pass that up. Um, they didn't take Hutchinson, so they definitely can't pass him up. Um, so they get their stalwart um, OT to help uh, Trevor Lawrence, and then they get a a really good uh, upside in in Mafe. And then here at thirty four, I have um, the Lions taking a safety, um, and I thought about having them take Luis sign um but instead i have them taking brisker um and then i have uh the jets actually taking sign here uh sign is uh the 28th ranked uh prospect by uh pff on their big board so as of their most recent one so um 
I think he's going to be good, and it helps uh, the Jets a lot. And then here at um, 36, I don't know if this will make um, Kyle happy or not, but Kyle, who do you think I'm going to take? Surprise me. Desmond Ritter. Okay. All right, so they they get a quarterback to sit behind Daniel Jones for one. A guy with a lot of upside and flushing. As long as they don't mess him up, I think he has a good chance to be a, a, a solid starter in the league. Um, and then I have the Texans taking um, Jordan Davis uh, from from Georgia because he has slid down a lot further than Mock Draft had him going, and they can't pass up this uh, interior defensive lineman. And then at 38 again, uh, this time uh, the Jets take a wide receiver uh, to help out um, Zach Wilson. So they could have gone Sky Moore here, um, but instead they take David Bell, who's a a good wide receiver. He's a solid, like, come into the league and just give you solid production. Um, he's not going to be your star necessarily right away, but he is that m- medium body that can just produce for you. So uh, that helps Zach Wilson out a lot. He's a steady, he's a steady guy. Um, and then uh, it's back to you, Jake. Absolutely. So the Bears need one thing more than anything else on the planet, and that is offensive line help, specifically offensive tackle. So the question really becomes, do you take Bernard Raymond, the Austrian product, uh, product or Daniel Falele, who's essentially Jordan Mailata 2.0? I think they're going to take uh, Falele here. It's pretty much a toss-up. You can take any one of these guys and be pretty happy about it here at 39. It's a little bit of a reach, but you need the help. The Seahawks could, again, go offensive tackling, get their offensive line help, but I think they're looking to the future right now and trying to build. I actually have them taking Desmond Ritter at 40. This is a guy who can go in the first round who I'm not very high on. I know a lot of other people are. A lot of people think he can be QB1 or QB2. I have him down near QB5, QB6. But he goes here off the board at QB4. And the Seahawks have back-to-back picks, so it doesn't really matter because right after that, they're going to take the Austrian product, Bernard Raymond. And then we only had three picks. Yep, okay, so I got two more. And then the Colts picking for the first time. They have a pretty good roster. They can afford this pick. It's going to be David Ajabo, who's going to sit this year because he tore his Achilles tragically. Uh, If anybody's seen that video, nobody seemed Mm -hmm. to care. It was kind of tragic. And you hate to see something like that happen to a guy who's supposed to go in the first round, and because of that, he's going to slide. I mean, David Ajabo is an incredible player, and Indy will be very happy to have him at this low in the draft because he should have been a top 20 pick. The Falcons, again, could go any number of routes. I don't know if they're going to go QB in this draft, but I'm not sure. I mean, you could go Arnold Ebenecki. I think it really comes down to these two guys right here, Arnold Ebenecki or Sam Howell. And if you think your team's going to be as bad as they should be next year, you probably wait to take a quarterback and you continue to build on upside and go Arnold Ebenecki here instead of taking quarterback Sam Howell. Uh, They're probably going to be bad enough to have a top three pick next year, and I think they're looking towards Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. All right. So then I have um, Chicago. They they do need OT help, but I just don't think with a lot of the good OT, even though Raymond, I do I do have Raymond available uh, for me. I just think they they'd rather take uh, who I think has a lot of upside here, Sky Moore. Um, I think he can be a, a good uh, impact player for them. And then because uh, Seahawks have back to back picks, they can do whatever they want with this first one. And I have them also taking quarterback, but I have them taking Matt Correll because uh, Desmond Ritter was taken earlier. Uh, mm-hmm. I think 
Coral can be a great, uh, you know, I don't know if he's going to be a great QB, but I think he's got the potential to be a good starter, uh, and he can sit, well, uh, he can't sit, but um, he he can uh, compete for the starting job day one, and we'll, and we'll see what they do with it. Uh, but then in their next pick, they take an OT with Raymond sitting there, not having been taken by um, Chicago. So they get him help right away to keep whoever they have um, post-Russell Wilson. And then here, uh, because the team is, is really good, um, uh, on both sides of the ball, uh, they can afford to to miss on this pick, although uh, they'd obviously prefer not to. So the Colts end up taking um, a tackle in um, Tyler Smith from Tulsa. Okay, and then our last pick here with the Falcons, who still have the worst roster. Roster. Um, I have them taking... Um, I didn't really like for them here any of the edge rushers so they actually end up taking uh, Kenneth Walker, even though Bright Brees Hall is there. Um, I liked Kenneth Walker last year um, and his whole uh, time at Michigan State. I think he can be really good for them. The Browns picking it for the first time at 44. I actually think, again, this is a roster good enough to be able to bank on upside. And the guy with the biggest upside in this draft right now, they're both sitting right here in Tariq Woolen and Travis Jones. I think they go Travis Jones, bolster their interior defensive line, add another guy who can get after the uh, quarterback and stop the run alongside Miles Garrett. There's also just no real edge rushers available for them, so I don't think that that's necessarily smart to reach there. I think going interior defensive line is the best bet. Tariq Woolen doesn't have to wait too long, though. I think if there's two teams that could really make Tariq Woolen a very good corner, it would be either the Baltimore Ravens or the New England Patriots. Just historically, those are two teams that make they draft corners that most people don't expect to be really good and then they just turn out to be incredible and Tariq Woolen goes to a really good situation in Baltimore at 46 the Vikings are incredibly happy to see that DeMarvin Leal is still on the board I'm really not high on Perrion Winfrey there are a lot of people who are I'm not necessarily very high on him I think they take DeMarvin Leal here and continue to add to a defense that already added Kyle Hamilton a lot of people are going to get on me about this pick. I think the Washington Commanders need a new quarterback. I think what some of their biggest issues come from that quarterback position. I really like Tyler Henneke. I think he's a competitor, but I don't think he's a starting quarterback in the NFL. Oh, wait a minute. They traded for Carson Wentz. Never mind. Don't listen to anything I just said. They're I want to step in and say Carson Wentz is the uh, second or third best quarterback in the NFC East, so that's a fair pick. No, arguably, like the, <laughs> arguably the first. Definitely better than Jalen Hurts. No, I'm going to say scratch oh, everything I said no, about no, no. that. <laughs> scratch everything I just said. Uh, they're going to go interior offensive line. There are no really good corners left on the board. So Tyler Smith is going to be the pick. I can't believe I absolutely forgot that they just. <laughs> yeah, they, they got it. They have a pretty decent quarterback, probably the best in the division. Uh, I would not necessarily disagree with what you just said. Mm. Um, the Chicago Bears need wide receiver help. They got their offensive tackle help. Getting Sky Moore at 48 would be a blessing for them. I don't necessarily think that they have a wide receiver one, but they need to go BPA here and draft Sky Moore. All right. Starting off with the Browns. Um, they need edge help, and I have uh, a Beck. It, yeah, I'm not even going to. Nope, go for it. Nope, yeah, do it. let's go for it. Uh, Arnold Ebeketi. Uh, Yep, nice job. Like that. Yeah, that one. Um, so they take him. 
Uh, sorry, dude, I butchered your name, but you should just have an easier one to say. That's just my opinion. No, I'm just kidding. He's obviously <laughs> watching this, so. He obviously <laughs> is. If you're watching this, uh, hit us up. Um, and then I was trying to decide who I wanted to have uh, taken here for the uh, Ravens, but I think it's, I mean, he's sitting here for them. I think it's it's a great time for them to pick uh, interior defensive linemen, and they take Winfrey from Oklahoma. And then um, the Vikings didn't get Hamilton in my mock draft, so they're sitting here. They're looking Quay Walker from Georgia. Again, just more Georgia players from that amazing sitting here, and they could definitely take him. It would be great for them here. I think Christian Harris, uh, the linebacker from Alabama, is going to be a great pick, but I think he slides further down in the draft. And here, I actually have them uh, taking a wide receiver, uh, surprisingly, and taking George Pickens, who is sitting here. Um, having originally, as Jake said, being uh, in in few uh, prior years, being a, a really high draft pick, uh, he slides all the way to them, and they take him to go alongside um, Je- uh, Jefferson. So, and then the uh, uh, Washington, they take uh, Tariq Woolen uh, here because he is sitting for them, uh, and they cornerback help. And then um, the Bears finally get their OT help. And they take da- Daniel Falele. Falele. <laughs> um, and they Lidle, put him Lidle. away. Um, and then, uh, was that the last pick? Or, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I stopped at uh, Chicago. All right, it's back to you. All right. The Saints go a number of different directions. Again, Draft Network says they need a quarterback. I'm not really buying it. I think Jameis can still be a very good quarterback. They could take a safety, they could take interior defensive line, but as you can see, I've had them going wide receiver and offensive tackle. I think the name of the game is to add more offensive weapons. And this will be where Trey McBride goes. He's the best tight end in the draft, can block, can catch. Maybe not the most athletic guy, but is absolutely tight end one. And because the Saints don't take this safety, I genuinely think that the Kansas City Chiefs will continue to bolster their secondary and go Jalen Petrie. There are no edge guys really left up on the board here, so that need can't be filled. But the Eagles can add and bolster that interior offensive line by taking Sean Ryan out of UCLA or Jameer Salyer out of Georgia. I think it'll be Salyer. Again, people are just high on Georgia players this year for good reason, which leaves Sean Ryan to the Pittsburgh Steelers at 52, and they will just continue to bolster their offense. I believe that's five. Was that five? Uh, it was four. Sorry. Give four. me one more. Okay. Sorry. But this is where Perrion Winfrey, Winfrey's slide stops. Uh, the Green Bay Packers will take and bolster their interior defensive line with one of a very good interior defensive lineman out of Oklahoma. So we start here with the Saints. And at number 49, uh, this is going to be an interesting pick. I, no one's going to see this coming. They take Brees Hall. I think with just well, the craziness that happened with um god why am i spacing on all the big names you'll figure it out alvin kamara <laughs> thanks nick alvin kamara <laughs> and what he uh, uh unfortunately did to himself uh, i think they put some no 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 he did not punch himself he punched no, what he did to himself <laughs> by putting himself in a stupid situation and, and uh just uh you know what we all know what happened it's a terrible thing i i really he's gonna play it's fine He'll play because the NFL's stupid, but um, yeah, be in jail. But anyways, I think they take Brees Hall to show him that they don't 
appreciate that and put him on the hot seat to, uh, to tell him to behave. Anyways, yep. and he's a great running back sitting there, so I take him. And they've done it before. They did it with Mark Ingram. I think they'll do it again with him. All right, so then the Chiefs are sitting here um, with uh, needing edge help, and but they actually don't take it. So they take linebacker Quay Walker sitting right there. Another Georgia, I mean, they can't pass up on it with him sliding all the way to 50. And then with the Eagles sitting there, they actually the next best edge rusher, uh, according to uh, a lot of different people. But um, I think Logan Hall could be good um, and others. But I, I think Cameron Thomas may, may step in there, um, take that spot from him. So uh, they take Cameron Thomas. And then um, sitting at 52, the um, Steelers need a safety. Uh, but when you look at safeties, some guys there, but I, I don't think they want to take um, Jalen uh, Petrie, Petrie. Again, I, I suck with names. Um, so sitting here, I think they actually take uh, Christian Harris. Um, he has a lot of upside, and I think it just keeps making that uh, defense uh, that much more scary um, with TJ Watt and others. One more. You still got the Packers. No, one there. more. Sorry. Um, and then so they took edge and wide receiver earlier for me. So. Uh, they finally get some uh, OT help, and uh, they take uh, Abraham Lucas from Washington State. Let me just put it out there. If the actual draft falls like my mock draft is, the Patriots are going to be absolutely ecstatic to be able to pick up N'Kobe Dean at 54. Oh, yes, they would. I would love that. <laughs> uh, I actually didn't do this on purpose. There was just nowhere to put N'Kobe Dean because there were other needs to be filled, and N'Kobe Dean's sitting here at 54 for the Patriots, and that is where they'll go. I could see the Cardinals going edge here. You have Cameron Thomas and Logan Hall sitting here. I could see them going David Beller, John Mechie. But I think their biggest need is running back. I know they have James Conner, but essentially he averaged about three yards per carry last year. Yes, he had 18 touchdowns, but he really wasn't as productive as most people think he is. So James Conner can be your power back, while Kenneth Walker can be your every other down back, and that is where they will go. The Cowboys will be very happy to see Cameron Thomas here out of San Diego State, but they'll take the home. Uh, they'll take. They'll keep this man at home in Houston and bring him to Dallas. They'll keep him in the great state of Texas. They'll take Logan Hall. All right. Bills. Oh, sorry. I got two picks, that. Austin. It's okay. No, it's okay. I still got two picks left. I'm sorry. The Bills could take Roger McCree here, or they could take a wide receiver in David Bell or or John Mechie. I think their wide receiver room is fine as is. So I don't think they need to do that. Their biggest, more glaring need is this cornerback room, and they can add to this defense. And then again, we come to the worst worst roster in the NFL. Sam Howell is still sitting here at 58. They're going to take a quarterback now. It's a value pick. It's best player available. They'll be able to get Sam Howell at 58. Your turn, Austin. All right. So we're sitting here with favorite team. Uh, Kyle, it's okay. You're a trader, but um, <laughs> so uh, for me here, I actually have them taking wide receiver John Mechie. For me, he falls all the way to us at uh, 54, um, and I just like his upside. I love. I, I just. I just love a lot of things about John Mechie. Um, so we take him, and then at 55, we have uh, the Cardinals taking Kyler Gordon from Washington, uh, and then. We go back to wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys. Take uh, Calvin Austin III um, out of Memphis. I think he's got a lot of potential. Uh, then we have Bills taking a cornerback in Cam Tyler Britt. 
And then the Falcons, again, uh, they need to hit on every pick this year. Um, they actually have an edge rusher fall in Logan Hall, who, who who's going to be good. I think he's going to be a, a decent uh, starter. So. So I'm going to begin by saying the Green Bay Packers are having an absolutely wonderful draft in this mock draft, and they're going to continue it as Quay Walker slides all the way to them at 59. They can continue to bolster their defense. They picked an edge. They picked an interior defensive lineman, and now they can pick another guy in the front seven in Quay Walker to continue to add to that defense. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where do they go? There are a number of interior defensive linemen down the board, which is why I didn't pick one for them earlier. Dylan Parham is still sitting here. They could take a tight end. They could take an interior offensive lineman. I'm going to go interior offensive lineman to help replace Ali Marpet and Dylan Parham. He is an incredible run blocker, and he's just massive. I think he's close to 340 pounds. He's 320, 6'3", 315 pounds. An absolute mauler in the middle for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And that leaves the 49ers in an awkward position because I don't think they take Darian Kinnard this early. On the wide receiver front, they could still use a wide receiver and in the mix of Debo Samuel having a contract dispute, I actually think they'll go John Mechie. I think anytime you can add this type of an athlete into a system with Kyle Shanahan as its offensive coordinator or at least calling plays as their head coach, you have to take it. John Mechie sitting there at 61 is absolutely amazing for them. This is where the Chiefs will take Cameron Thomas out of San Diego State. John Pas- Josh Paschal is also a viable option for them here, but Cam Thomas is a better uh, prospect at this point in time. And then we have one more pick here for the Cincinnati Bengals. Should just be one. Quay Walker, Dylan Parham, John Mechie, Cameron Thomas, one more. Oh, we're going to go all the way to the end. You just finished the last two. My bad. There is absolutely nothing of need on the defensive side, so they'll go tight end and pick Isaiah Likely out of Coastal Carolina, an absolute pass catcher, more weapons for Joe Burrow. I'd say that's pretty likely. And this is the first time the Broncos get to pick, and they're going to take Christian Harris, a very good run stopper out of Alabama, to wrap up the second round. He caught my uh, Likely joke, and I'm kind of pissed about it. (laughs) I got it. I just didn't think it was funny. Oh, okay. Well, 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 not even sorry about this. Fuck off. Continue, Austin. (laughs) (laughs) All right. At 59 here, we've got the Green Bay Packers. They took their wide receiver, uh, their edge, and uh, their offensive tackle. So I have them taking actually another offensive tackle with uh, Nicholas Petit for Freire. Freire. Whatever. Moving on, we have the uh, Bucks, and instead of taking a wide receiver here, as they did later, took their interior offensive lineman, they're going to actually go uh, tight end and take Trey McBride. Okay, with him sitting there, they can't pass that up to be uh, learning from the goat tight end in uh, Rob Gronkowski. Rob Gronkowski, so they take him. And then, as Jake alluded to, uh, it's kind of an awkward position um, for San Fran, um, but there is a lot of good picks for them. Uh, to take here, and um, they end up taking Christian Watson, um, actually, as a wide receiver here. So, and then we have um, the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, and they need some safety help, so they find Jalen Petrie, uh, and he goes to them at 62. And finally, the Bengals take their alignment um, with Sean Ryan, uh, out of UCLA um, to help 
keep Joe Burrow on his feet and just being the quarterback that he is. Um, so with the last pick, I have the Denver Broncos just going for a a a really good um, linebacker here with Chad Uma, who I think is an underrated um, underrated uh, linebacker in this draft. Uh, and if he falls to them there, even though that's not necessarily I think they'll be ecstatic. So, no, absolutely, Chad Mum is a beast. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah. Uh, I like the Broncos picking up guys on their defense because they're pretty. Though I mean, if they're able to, I I, I can see them maybe p- trying to pick up a tight end, maybe to fill a little bit of that void left by uh, Noah Fant. But their mm-hmm. defense was still pretty stacked last year. Uh, oh, it was still phenomenal. But yeah. so, I mean, they just if they keep putting that defense out there with Russell Wilson, I mean it. <laughs> so the I mean, Bucks have Cameron Bray. I know Gronk's still in the free agent market. They still have a tight end one, and I think they bring Gronk back, which is why I didn't give them a tight end there. And... I still think it's needed because Gronk's probably going to get injured again this season and miss like six weeks. Yeah, but then you have Cameron Bray. <laughs> Cameron Bray's not a number one. He's like he's for a tight, tight end. end he's the number I mean, two. average tight so, end. He's he's not bad, but I think I went back and forth between giving them Christian Watson uh, as a wide receiver or Trey McBride. But if Trey McBride's sitting there, I think they take him mm-hmm. just because he he is I think really good. I would be incredibly surprised if Christian Watson is there in the sixties. Um, I would be too. Only because there's a lot of people who are really high on him. I see a lot of guys putting him in the first round of the Packers, either at 22 or 29. Yeah, I gave, I thought he compliments Aaron Rodgers. He's a great deep ball threat, and adding him next to Sammy Watkins only makes them better. They're not necessarily a great receiving core, but it at least helps a little bit. Yeah. I mean, the Packers have, I, I think realistically, what's, what honestly can make the difference for the Packers, if they hit a home run... Uh, with home run at wide receiver in the draft because they can they can figure whatever they need to do out in the defense. Packers, depending on the year, I mean, they've either had a very stellar defense or had to rely on Rodgers. And at this point, if you're going to pay Rodgers the stupid amount of money, they're going to need a pretty damn good pick at wide receiver in the draft if they want Rodgers to do anything. So Wasn't their I, I, defense like top 10 last year? The defense was top ten, and Zadarius really, yeah. and Zadarius Smith and Jair Alexander did not play most of last season, or at points. So, if you can get some get a nice home run wide receiver, you know the Packers could still very much be in the division. But I kind of like who do you guys have the Lions taking at thirty four or thirty three? Um, at thirty four, I had them 34. taking uh, Devin Lloyd out of Utah. Uh, Devin Lloyd, he is the linebacker. Linebacker, okay, that's good. I have How about been taking uh, Jaquan Brisker, the safety from Penn State. Yeah, so I love both those picks with uh, kind of stifling the defense. I mean, I kind of like the idea of them leading towards pass rush because there are offensive lines in their in their division they can take advantage of. But I mean, I don't know. I'm really thinking that the Lions could well, I make had- a. Yeah. Aiden Hutchinson going number two to them, so that's why they, yeah. they already had Yeah, that. I had them taking yeah. Trayvon Walker too, I think, which, again, yeah. Trayvon Walker is one of the probably the most versatile pass rusher in this draft, yeah. and the fact that he can play a 3-4 or 5 technique, meaning he can play the edge or in the middle of the offensive mm-hmm. or defensive line. 
So if the, Dan Campbell can get his hands on him. But. You know what I think? I I want to know. I want to know what Andrew Justin. So that's what I, I, was, I absolutely want to know this. I'm about to I, I, I want to hear. Uh, what are your thoughts on the full first two rounds, Andrew? What do you think? There were some choices that I agree upon. I do think that Aiden Hutchinson um, will be a top three pick in this draft. Um, after reading more on Kayvon Thibodeau and his little fallout of him trying to make more of a figure of himself out there and mm-hmm. be more of a player for himself instead of a team yep. player. Um, creating that image that really kind of just drops his draft stock. And I think honestly, if teams want him, I say he's a mid first round pick. I don't see him going anywhere close to top 10. If anything, if he falls that far, that's um, another reason I have the giants taking him. <laughs> Yeah, because they make I bad do, mistakes. <laughs> I do think that, yes, the Patriots do need to find some secondary help and some linebacker help, and I think the first two rounds would be the best option for them to look at. Um, But I do think we need to start looking at a future for a wide receiver course, so I'm hoping in the later rounds the uh, Patriots do find that diamond in the rough of all the receivers that are still available. That's why I'm hoping. Or, there's going to be a lot up, of or they trade up and get somehow managed to get another first round pick. Imagine the first round pick. There is a lot of them. And uh, Justin, what do you think? Uh, similar to Andrew, I was thinking of the wide receivers, just more offense for Patriots. Even though there was only two picks that we got in that first first two rounds, compared to like the five or six I saw of Green Bay and Tampa Bay. Um, <laughs> what? Sorry, no. Go ahead, Justin. I didn't mean I. No problem. Was... It definitely, um, hopefully, the Falcons and Dallas get a couple more people as well, since they had a lot. And I remember you guys were saying that their teams were already trash. It's harder to so... tell just basically because <laughs> I don't follow college, so I don't know who's really coming out of the college teams. Truthfully, no one knows. Just on the same page because everyone this is all just a guess. Like I usually do watch the... college games, but I only watch certain games. No, no, it's oh, more that none I'm... of us have any idea who. Good. I mean, like Evan yeah, Neal or or like a- no, a- like suck. I mean, like what what they perform in college is not going to be on the same level in the NFL. Like no. we've learned that through how many 60%. of the quarterbacks that have gone through. Johnny Menzel. Let's take Johnny Menzel. Had a great <laughs> quarterback in the league. career at Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. Created so many records. Hits the freaking NFL. Boom. Straight down. Ruined his career. Yep. Yep. Now he's, in, he's in the FCF. He's in the fan-controlled football league. <laughs> you could say similar like, something similar for Edelman. He started out as a quarterback and then went over to playing his new position. Well, I mean, he was. Uh, you also get like Brady, who was a six-round quarterback, and now he's the greatest quarterback of all time. So right. he is but, a one-time forever. I mean, JC Jackson. JC Jackson was undrafted. AB was in the better. sixth or seventh round. I mean, yeah, those are all better. Better thoughts. Sixty percent of first-round picks yeah. don't work out. Like it's just yeah. it happens. So the I want to add. Reason, the only reason I didn't have the Patriots taking a wide receiver is just because of the way the board fell. I think John Mechie's an absolute. Absolutely a possibility in the second round. Before you jump in, Steve, uh, Kyle, what do you think? 
It's okay. When are we gonna tell him he's I muted? Yeah, we can't yeah. hear you. He'll figure Kyle's out. muted. <laughs> okay, Kyle, ready? I'm gonna read. You. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna read his lips. Okay, everyone. I'm gonna read his lips. Okay, the Giants are going to pick the two worst players in franchise history. <laughs> Uh, they're gonna pull. Oh, he left. Oh, no, uh, someone, no, no, he sorry. didn't okay, leave. That was Jake. Okay, was, okay. Was, uh, they're <laughs> gonna. Okay, Kyle, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, they're gonna pick the two worst players in Giants history. <laughs> I'm so excited to watch them pick uh, two playoffs. Don't they're gonna pick two tight ends? Two tight ends, Kyle. Two tight ends. No. Pick. Uh, I'm gonna absolutely lose full. Oh, oh, not two tight ends. My bad. One tight end. Oh, and they're also gonna pick. Oh, I got it. They're gonna pick the. Uh, <laughs> they have to go two They're gonna pick. They're gonna pick up. Seventh overall. Gotcha. Okay. No, they're <laughs> gonna draft a punter in the first round. Let's be. Oh honest. yeah, kicker. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're, they're, gonna recruit, they're gonna recruit. They're gonna recruit No, no, they're gonna take a D three, um, Walmart cashier. Plymouth State University. <laughs> Plymouth State yes. University. No. Pick number no, one of our four. players. They're gonna be like, who? And they're gonna be like, Kyle's gonna be like, no, you guys don't know. This dude ran D three in the Northeast <laughs> in New Hampshire, and that's dude, about it. Just, it's gonna be like, dude, why do you guys draft a, a Plymouth State ultimate frisbee player? Oh wait, wrong sport. <laughs> My bad. Recruit Kyle is like a kicker. <laughs> All right, Kyle. Oh. Kyle, go ahead and actually speak now. Can you speak? I think they're going to draft a kicker. A kicker, third overall, and then a punter, or a fifth overall, or a fifth overall. So while we have Kyle a second to just unplug his headset and plug it back in... Um, <laughs> yeah, that, Steve, go on. You were going to say something. So, uh, I... So I just saw this thing on Instagram that Debo Samuel's brother commented on a 49ers post saying that Debo is requesting a trade. That he will probably yeah. not be a 49er next year. So yeah, he Patriots? <laughs> Patriots? No. Patriots? Patriots won't pay him, so no. Uh, no, of course he won't. I love afford. Debo, but he's not a player you pay. No. Dude, this is so much Okay, Kyle, go injured. for it. He's injured. No, 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 Patriots won't pay him, though. That's what I'm talking about. No, no, we Patriots. won't, but I'm no, saying I, I love Debo, oh, but with in his injury history, I'm not paying him $30 million a year. Hell no. Okay, so um, I'll speak for Kyle now that he's not here. So, yeah, uh, kicker, fifth <laughs> overall. Uh, next, next, uh, yeah, it's going to be the next thing. By the way, fun fact, uh, there's a new YouTube video I recently watched. There's been seven kickers and punters drafted in the first round ever. Uh, and the most recent one, the only one that's done the last 60 years, was Sebastian Janikowski. And obviously that dude had become a legend. So, um, fun fact. Everyone else for that was way old, and uh, most of them sucked. So, oops. Maybe so, yeah, like most recent catch better than the Giants team. Yeah, no, seriously, the Giants are awful, and that's why they're going to draft a kicker and a punter, uh, you know, fifth and seventh, <laughs> so I can't wait. Now, um, if there's anything we know about the Giants GM is that he loves drafting linemen, dude. He'll that's draft. true. If he he's gets a chance to draft a lineman, he's going to take it. <laughs> it's still not as bad prospect. as Alex Leatherwood. That's the only thing I got to say. It's still not as bad as Oak, as uh, Las Vegas <laughs> drafted Leatherwood in the first awesome. round. Or I just – I got to – I got to – set steve straight dude is not hurt all that much like he literally played 16 games his first year seven he got hurt the second year and then 15 mm -hmm. last year so he's been healthy most of the time for three years i, mean, I think it could also just be that i hate that wide receivers are making 30 million a year but 
Okay, I, I mean, also kind of a wide receiver one RB one mix. Like you're getting mm-hmm. two positions out of him. Yeah, he is. You get two positions, more, but, but one of those positions like will decrease his shelf life by quite oh a bit. There's okay, Kyle. Okay, yeah, Kyle. Here we go. okay, Kyle. Here's give me your opinion. What are they doing? What do you no, think? Okay, Justin, you have talks. So you can't hear us. Yeah, no. Uh, I also like ahead, to apologize Kyle. to our viewers for Kyle wearing garbage all over himself. They can hear you. You can't hear them because of my headphones. All right, so all right, got it. Um, no, we can't I hear him. I don't know where I was going with this. To, but anyway, oh, I can hear him. Malik Willis is going to the Giants. That's what's happening. Cap. 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 They're saying cap. In all seriousness, I do think Wait, more uh, I can't hear him now. will go in the first round. Um... I think they had too many quarterbacks falling a little bit. Um, but other than that, I think they pretty much did a great job with it. Um, I'm no expert. I don't know. For all I know, the Giants are going to draft some stupid-ass person, like they were saying, like some punter or some tight end from, like, Syria or some shit. I don't know. Giants don't know. <laughs> Here, here's what, what I will say. Uh, uh, you're going to draft a rugby this. player from Australia. Oh. <laughs> um, tell, uh, Justin, tell Kyle that if um, never mind, I can't remember the guy's name. Oh. You know what? Justin, tell Kyle that uh, he's fine. He doesn't have to join back, and we'll finish it without him. Okay. So yes, if you work. can't get back in, we're gonna be just going on to podcast polls. So you're all set if you can't. Sounds good. Okay, okay, we're gonna leave this in as well, so we can see how how Kyle does not make technology right, work. See you then. Yeah. <laughs> this is a foursome to be able to see on the pod. This is not the first time in the five or six years I know Did Kyle you say that he has. <laughs> Did you just Steven? say foursome, Steve? Like foursome to get better equipment. Oh, force speaking of force i'm looking at our podcast polls for this week um uh, yeah so uh we, we actually got some pretty good interactions this week thank you everyone for voting we do greatly appreciate it um we're gonna do this pretty quickly because we're already pretty long on this Debo episode slept right? on uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, best pass rusher in the NFL. Uh, it should be it should be Aaron Donald. I don't know why anyone voted anyone else, but that's fine. Um, oh, Aaron Donald. Okay, we can hear Kyle now, but we're gonna act like we can't. So, uh, TJ Watt over Aaron Donald. That's hilarious. So, um, anyways, I have nothing to say about that except people are wrong. Um, I'm sure Jake would agree with me, right, Jake? Yes, Jake. Okay. So, uh, one question you ask. I said Aaron Donald's way better than T.J. Watt, and there's no, there's no doubt in my mind. Uh, I so. said T.J. Watt because he tied the sack record. Okay, yeah. fine. Aaron Donald already did that. So, anyways. Uh, no, he didn't, which, but okay. Okay, well, Steve, you're trash. So, uh, which NBA <laughs> series starting today are you most excited about? We're all Boston fans. Boston versus Brooklyn. That's pretty biased. I don't care. I think that's fair. I don't know why anyone voted anyone I mean, anyways. honestly, people have been the most excited since that first game. For this yeah, game. It, it's gross. Accurate. I think that's very accurate. Go. Anyways, I have I, I have feel the like the game. Miami I don't know why Atlanta. excited because because Atlanta's Miami gonna win Atlanta seven. Like, that's it. So fine. no, Atlanta's uh, gonna lose. Yeah. And Nick's gonna be wrong. Yeah. It's gonna be hilarious. I think I can't wait. I really can't. I, I, I can't will wait. Jimmy dunks on fucking Trey Young, and he's just standing over him, giving the ice chills. Yeah, Ice Trey is gonna be melted by the end of this season. Um. 
Okay, well, anyway, with, uh, yeah, go ahead. I'll go say with Boston against Brooklyn. I just think with the whole, honestly, the rivalry of fans versus Kyrie Irving against Kyrie. I think this is just going to be, uh, I think this is going to be like our most entertaining uh, round of the playoffs. Just because there's nothing better than just shoving it to a, a selfish, you know, part of my French bitchy player. And I'm so happy that Kyrie is. I want them to lose, and I hope Kyrie gets embarrassed this entire series. If we if we take tomorrow's game, I'm calling it. Yeah, nothing that. nothing because... better than being a flat earther, right? With the ball yeah. is round. <laughs> um, By the hey, way, don't diss that. Don't diss scientific fact. The Earth is flat. Come on. We're probably that's true. Um, we're probably getting a uh, um, what's his name? Rob Williams back. Yep. At the end of this too. So if we take, that's why I'm saying if we take tomorrow's this game, this series. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're talking about him game five back or six. Yeah, game five or six. Well, all right, then. so that's what I'm saying. If we take hey, it tomorrow, Kyle has audio. I yeah, Kyle. Uh, technical difficulties. Don't yeah. mind me. <laughs> also, personal difficulties, uh, psychological <laughs> difficulties, physical difficulties. difficulties. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That one's too far, Austin. That was too far. Uh, anyways, I'm just kidding. What's up, Kyle? Uh, best young receiver, Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase. I think they're both very, very good. I think it's slightly biased towards Jamar Chase, but they both won rookie of the year, so I think they're both Debo very, very slept good. On. Debo slept on. Okay, yeah, you yeah. can say Debo slept on, but when we're talking about pure receiver, we said young receiver. We didn't say young. Okay, he is still a pure receiver. You didn't receiver say running back. He he just he overpaid. To be a running back. Yeah, well, so are Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. You're going to have to overpay all of these dudes in the next three years. So. Yeah, That's but I'd rather spend money on three year. out of the four. I'm not paying money for Debo Samuel. Not $30 million. That's because no. you're trash. No, that's because um, I'd be a I smart would, GM. I would, Thank I would you. pay Debo for I'd pay Debo 30 uh, Which QB would you rather have? Over DK. For sure, um, I'd pay Debo over DK. Uh, yes, I agree. I'm biased towards Justin Herbert over any of these guys, but honestly, mm-hmm. there's no wrong answer except for Lamar Jackson on this list. So, I love Lamar Jackson, but I'm going back more. More. I love Lamar, but I'm going back to why Jalen Hurts isn't the best, isn't better than Carson Wentz. Running quarterbacks are fun to watch and can have very great games. But no matter what, you get a smart team in the playoffs, they're going to suck. I love you, Mark Jackson, but you're not winning Super Bowl if you're running around like that. Thank you. Okay. If um, Joe Burrow. Joe Flacco can win a Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> they, just don't, they just don't last very long. That's my issue, yeah. is that Lamar Jackson only has a couple <sighs> more years before he gets probably hurt or really badly yeah. hurt. Like, Michael mm-hmm. Vick only lasted so long, so he went to jail for three or four that years. That doesn't like, count. <laughs> he went to jail. <laughs> Yeah, and he's still exactly so. You're proving my point that Lamar well, Jackson will not last for a year. But who? What did you just say to me? <laughs> Brand Tarkenty was a quarterback in the '90s. He lasted from who? the '80s to the late '90s. He's one of the best quarterback from the '80s and the '90s. Hey, I'm sorry. Unless you Unless your name is Steve you Young or Joe Montana, you no know, one's gonna care who you are. Yeah, dude, I'll, I'll take. Counts. I'll, He's a running quarterback. Okay, the the I'll take Steve Young or Dante Culpepper. That's it. That's how you got me at for running quarterbacks in the last a good Culpepper amount of time. Works. That's yeah. fine. Okay, but they don't. Most of them don't last very long, especially ones that run that much. So I mean, I gotta I gotta say I love Joe Bro getting some love because considering how he took his team went through a Super Bowl with a god awful offensive line and he put the game on his back like. They were only one score behind. They were, you know, a uh, juggled pass by number 34 in the Bengals from potentially winning the Super Bowl. So Also, Nick, 
you, you're you're over here talking about Lamar Jackson, the running quarterback that's gonna get hurt, Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Josh Allen isn't a running quarterback. No, he's no, he's a, what? He's a, he's a, he, he is. is he, is he can run for mobile. sure. Stop he can run for madness. sure, but he is by far a better thrower. He's a not a running quarterback. No shot. You think he's a running quarterback? Okay. Who's, no. Okay. Who okay. All right, I'm going to say something. For a running quarterback, you have design plays for them to run. Mm-hmm. I have not seen a design run play for Josh Allen in I mean, a while. That's true. That's true. That's, true. that's, that's quite a few true. He, does down. A, he does have a okay, few, but not it's not as a much as Lamar Jackson on a first down true. play. I didn't say that. And Cam like Newton. Ultimate. Cam yeah. Newton's a bot. But they were the two that no. started off making no, more games uh, themselves being no, more running quarterbacks. Josh Allen's not a running quarterback. Josh no. Allen is a is a he's Patrick Mahomes. He really is. He can run sometimes, but he's not going no, no, to no. run. He is a, a. He would choose to throw the ball over throwing over He would choose to throw the ball over rushing every day. He's a, I can say mobile. He is a mobile, but not a running quarterback. Yeah, he's a great hybrid. I'll give him that. He's a great hybrid. He's gonna break off to run, but he is by. Far by so far and wide a better thrower than Lamar no, Jackson. No one's denying that. Okay, it's Russell Wilson a running quarterback. I would still not him not because he has a good offensive line. No, mobile and running hold are on, two different on. things. Yeah, he is no longer a running. Quarterback. He has been in the past, but who would you consider in the league as a running quarterback? Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts uh, Ky- uh, Kyle Murray or Kyler Murray. Justin, Justin Fields. Fields is a good one. Okay. I mean, Cam Newton, um, but he's not a starting quarterback. So I'll well, say Cam Newton. I'm trying yeah. to think about anyone else. Tom Brady. Brady. Yeah. You have to say Cam Newton because he is on that list. Okay, um, so Kyler Murray. Guess how many yards he had last year as a, as a He stopped running. He, do you know why he stopped running last year? He literally said he stopped running because he didn't want to take hits because he wanted to have longevity so he'd actually get paid. I'm. Ooh, you can ooh. look that up. He actually like said running quarterback. Right, so, so he's ooh, not a quarter, running quarterback anymore. He is choosing to not be a running quarterback. Okay. Yeah. He's making a smart decision. Yeah. No, no, no. He's making a selfish decision. Anyways. Um, Well, his contract is is a selfish decision. Guess how much he had last year. And he didn't stop doing Justin Fields. Guess how much he had last year. I mean, he also didn't play half the season, but that's fine. I mean, I'm just saying. So it doesn't matter. In in 12, what was it? 12 games, right? Mm -hmm. 12 games. Uh, they have 12 started. They have 12 started games or 12 played games. Sorry, 10, 10 started. Sorry, 10 started. But okay, okay. 10 started. He probably had 400 yard dressing. Okay. 4.1 4. attempt. Uh, and it Josh Allen probably had like 700. Yeah, yeah. 763 at 3.9 yards. So and 17 if, games. He started the whole season, Josh Allen. Yeah, no, I understand that. He had 120. But they're rushes. about the that In all fairness, they're about the same. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. You have to call him that because he. Okay, Kyler Murray had I'm not Kyler Murray. Um it was seventy two rush attempts for Justin Fields and so it's pretty much about the same. Like so, when you break all the stuff down. Here, may Allen I ask something real quick? We're... Pro- hold on a minute, Steven. Yeah, Josh yeah. Allen rushes for approximately fifty yards a game. He had he has seven hundred and sixty three yep. yards in the ground last year. How is he not a running quarterback? In what way? Please tell me. His entire career, he has relied on his uh, legs, especially that first season when he. His entire career? No, 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 no. No, he, no, he not, is not relying on. I'm not done. Oh, <laughs> first season oh when he had ten touchdown passes to twelve picks, essentially the similar numbers to Cam Newton when he ran for twelve TDs. Everybody was praising his legs and not his arm. Just gonna say, his entire career, he's been known as a runner. 
Sam Darnold's the rushing quarterback then. First five games of the season, he had 10 touchdowns rushing. Rushing quarterback Sam Darnold. My bad. Sorry. That's true. Got That's me. true. He is one. Yep. Okay. We're skipping. Sam Darnold's ball. Just on a we need to get it. Because he can't throw. You're approaching yeah, so two hours, but you're wrong because Josh Allen is not a running quarterback. But Okay. Sure. Someone has to edit it, and it's none of us except for Justin. So we need to speed this up. <laughs> Sorry, Justin. Yeah. Best quarterback since 2000. Darrell Revis. I chose Charles Woodson as a meme. Darrell Revis. Uh, biggest yeah. NFL draft bust ever. Demarcus Russell. I had heard some stuff about how uh, Ryan Leaf and there was some other guy. I don't remember who they said. Uh, that was also really bad. Uh, but Jamarcus Russell was supposed to be this freak athlete, best athlete of ever, and he was awful. Um, and best receiver since 2010. Uh, yeah. Honestly, we had a discussion about this. I think you can choose any of the four. I think that's perfectly fine. I chose DeAndre, but to be Most completely consistent. honest, you could choose any of the four. Although, AJ, honestly, I think you choose any of the top three. AJ Green. I mean, Jake brought up a good point. He did have a lot of 1,000-yard seasons, but the other three also had a lot of 1,000-yard seasons. So... You could fight either way. Um, I think I need some three good picks. I, the only reason why yeah. Antonio Brown is not the undisputed best is because he's he's an idiot. idiot. We'll worry about that. Oh, we agreed on something. Take it home. Okay. Yeah. As fun as this was, and listening to Jake and Austin talk, and that was a good time, and I'm glad we kind of go through that. The end always gets spicy because people have dumb opinions, you know, like Josh Allen being a running quarterback. Like, so, oh, ooh, that like hurt um, my ears to hear. Ooh. So, anyways, ooh, um, and you know, no such thing as dumb opinions. No such thing as dumb or wrong opinions. Just ones that are not correct. So, uh, no, anyways, uh, thank you everyone for watching today. Um, we always have fun doing this. We hope you have fun listening to this. Uh, please make sure to like and subscribe. Uh, definitely check out all the socials, which will be in the description. Definitely check out our shorts. Um, if you don't have time to listen to the whole thing, or maybe you want to just catch some funny moments uh, or even some informative moments, uh, we're, we're making shorts. Justin's doing a fantastic job. Thank you, Justin. We do greatly appreciate you. Uh, and definitely make sure to check those out as well. Um, we do appreciate you taking the time to listen to us this week. Next week, we're going to be doing a draft special where we watch the draft live. Um, it'll be some of us watching it, and we're going to be having a good time. So see you guys then. Thank you for watching. Have a great day. Like and subscribe. Running quarterback suck.